This will never air. Well, that didn't ring. Hey there. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hello. Nobody can hear you. Everybody can hear you. Hello. Nobody can hear me? Nobody can hear you. Hello. Is this thing on? Nope. What? If if you hear the sound of the bell, please respond. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) We're sorry. Your call could not be completed as dials. Somebody is playing music. Or a keyboard, anyway. This is the weirdest looking keyboard ever. Do, 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 I have Shania Twain stuck in my head for some reason. Yeah, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Shania, Shania Twain. Ooh. Were you reading that uh, Buzz year, uh, BuzzFeed piece about how 1999 was the greatest year for music? I don't think that what it was, but I think it's because Shania Twain is coming to Ottawa and it's supposed to be the biggest concert Ottawa has ever seen. It was in the news today or a couple Some, days. Something tells me that Shania Twain is very exciting for Ottawa. <clears throat> mm, she's yeah. Mm. Uh, I always thought ninety two was a great year for music. Her kids go to my I mom's. I was born school. in ninety two, so I probably shouldn't say that, but whatever. I'm Cut so old. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. I'm trying to find pictures of Bahamian food for you guys just to throw on the dock. <clears throat> Uh, uh, mm. (laughs) (laughs) I think we may be short on topics, you guys. Well, take a look at the uh, the one for Sunday. That one's looking awfully full, too. Mm. Is it? I haven't looked at it. Yeah, not quite. It's got like three lines in it. (laughs) There might be be some spillover. I I think it's entirely possible. I I just have to say, Mike and I never made it to the end of any Google Doc ever when we used to do a show. I'm not surprised. I think I think we had the same list of comics to talk about for about six weeks straight. Nice. We should do it uh, overtired style, where uh, we start on the first topic and then uh, just kind of wander off for an hour. Just just give up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have my my uh, cough button rigged up now. Well, somebody on the clicky keyboard is not using their cough button. <laughs> yeah, they're not using their clicky hue keyboard button. Is that uh, is that a hardware mute button, or are you using the cough button by Terpstra? I'm using an app called Shush. Oh, that one works, too. Yep. I keep on meaning to get one of those. Yeah, it's nice, because I have the Apple numeric keyboard, the one that goes, it has the keypad uh, and everything, so it goes out to F19, which is not mapped to anything ever. Mm-hmm. So I just mapped F19 to mute. Good old F19. Yeah. Oh, you just got to hit F19. I'm thinking I should set up my Nostromo controller, you know, for some real pro podcasting, get some mute cords and soundboard and everything. Yeah. You're not a pro podcaster until you have eight DBX256s. Um, I have one. You have one? Yeah. Do you actually have one? Actually, it's a 266X, but yeah. Oh, man. Look at this guy. Then you're like 116th of a podcast. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry. I tried. All right, I think I just have to go get my uh, Apple earbuds and use that for the rest of the show now that I've been completely emasculated. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's sitting on the floor. It's not hooked up. I'm sorry. Here I am making all those noises, clicking the Blue Yeti hardware mute switch over and over again, and you're talking mm-hmm. about rack-mountable preamps. Killing me. 
I don't even have a proper mic yet, so uh, you're you're not the bottom I'm still, of this podcast. I, I did get a nice fancy boom mount for my mic so I can move it every which way. Don't forget, I'm the guy that studied theater and uh, audio and uh, electrical engineer, so I ha- I kind of just like having these things around for no good reason. Yeah, no, I have an XLR cable on my desk, Ooh. even though I can. Oh, sorry, guys. That? I'm uh, trying to stand my desk up. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, like, wow. what's going on? If you had someone being abducted by space aliens. That did sound like space aliens. I'm actually, that was amazing. I mean, if you guys are going to be all douchey about your mics, <clears> right? I have to start mechanicalizing my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds you, like we're in an elevator. Can you just do that randomly in the middle of the show? Yeah, that's a way to block out the haters. There's it actually sound, it sounded like an elevator from uh, Half-Life or something. Going down. You ever been in elevators that uh, speak the floor to you? Because we have one two. where it mispronounces floor. It says floor. Nice. <laughs> Fourth floor. I, I I don't remember where it was, but there's uh, there's an elevator somewhere in, in downtown Minneapolis that uh, uses a, a very neutral American accent for all of the floors except for one. And mm. then it sounds German. <laughs> no, yeah, I was on a bus, and it uh, you know, it has where it says what the next stop is. And they must have added a stop because the, like, voice was completely different. Because everyone was like, <laughs> the next stop is blah, blah, blah. And then the, this one was, the next stop is the R-Park Plaza. Just Officer Steve serious. Grabowski. <laughs> I, I was so frustrated yesterday. I was running through Boston trying to catch a train uh, back home, and the subway line, the T, like it gave you the wrong stop. Like it was an automated thing that read off the stop name and had the sign, and it told me I was going the opposite direction I was. So I'm starting to freak out because all the snow and everything like that. And I've never seen that where the automated system thinks the train's going the opposite way that it is. Huh? I've had that happen on the bus on the T before. Blame the snow. I had, um, oh, our, our buses on campus, they have, like, the little string that you can pull to request a stop, but you don't have to do that because they stop at every stop, but people don't realize that. So it's very annoying when someone pulls the thing and it goes, ding, stop, requested. And then everyone looks to see who pulled the string because they don't know how to ride the bus. All right, Dick, who's only been here for a week? <laughs> Freaking freshman. It's always the freshman. Although, we, yeah, <clears throat> freshman. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. I like taking the uh, the silver line to Logan Airport in Boston because the yeah, you kind of drill. If you go often enough, you get the announcements drilled into your head. So it's like Terminal A serving Air Canada, Air Canada Jet. You know, I'm just yep. Well, the thing that kills me about Boston is the whole inbound outbound concept. I mean, uh, let's. let's... That's... Super let's, confusing. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about how crazy it is that you can come in. Like, a lot of times I'm going up to Cambridge. Um, I had a talk that I was doing yesterday and uh, or two days ago. And, like, I get off at South Station and I go inbound to my lo- to where I need to be. And then I get on back at Cambridge to go back to South Station and I go inbound again. Hmm. It's completely yeah. ridiculous. You can go the same direction both ways. Like, no wonder why people get lost. And then every branch has got multiple terminal branches, so you can you're getting on inbound, and there's like three different places that various inbound trains can branch to. So now you've got that you have to go inbound in both directions, and any of three different places. It's, it's madness. Yeah, it's uh, well, it is the oldest subway system in America, oh. I guess, right? <laughs> okay, are we ready? I thought that we already did the show. So it's over, right? <laughs>
<laughs> See you guys later. It's been fun. I'm glad I showed up this time. Which one are you? <clears throat> this is going to be hectic. Oh. Well, I'll pass the talking <laughs> stick. <laughs> well, if you cut me off, I'll just move the desk again. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you staring <laughs> passive aggressively into the screen while holding the up switch, just like. Mm. You should just imagine me in like a Wes Anderson film where my desk is slowly lifting the mic up to my face, but like much too slow, and it stops just <laughs> short of where it needs to be. And then it starts to rain. If this gets too bad, I'll just make some uh, soothing noises. Oh, thanks for that. I'm sure that'll be lovely. <laughs> don't do that. It's like minus, you know what, outside, and I just I don't want to hear it. <laughs> is, that in, is that in pictures or made up ones? Uh, let's see. Weather in Ottawa. It Where's is minus. It's 18 it. degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, okay. It's 80 here. It's wonderful. Uh, uh, oh, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, there's a there's a nice wind going, so it, the wind chill is what kills you. It feels like oh, that's in that's in Celsius again. How do I change you? Well, okay, so we had a minus 30 degree Fahrenheit wind chill the other day. That was pleasant, by which I mean not pleasant. Yeah, I don't miss any of that. Mm. Maybe we need to add a Have anything to add, Aaron? uh, Um, It's a a nice uh, 70 degrees right now. It's quite enjoyable. (laughs) My mother, my mom from Nassau was here last week, and she's like, I don't get how you live here. And I said, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll put you on the plane. You can go back now. She was she got sick while she was here and she's like, I just don't get it. Why do you live here? I don't know. And you didn't have a good answer for that, did you? Not really. Not really. <laughs> so people are like, Why do you live in Ohio? And it's like, I don't know, I just kind of stayed here. I, I kind of found myself here and I haven't figured out how to get out. Oh go give me seconds, I'll be right back. I swear. Yes. I promise. Ten seconds. Are you adjusting it to stand or to sit? I'm currently squatting so that I can, you know, choose either or. I'm kind of hunched a little bit and all that. Oh, the so. worst of both worlds. Right, you know, it's I'm just basically ensuring that I have to move it sometime in the okay. middle of the podcast. Okay. All right. I'm take- back. Can you I'm just back. take 10 minutes to just, like, intermittently go up and down to adjust it just right? Um, you're now describing every morning between 9 o'clock and 9.10. <laughs> Who do you bill to? Luckily, right now, only one person is paying my bills, so they're stuck with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> 9 to 9.10, adjusted standing desk. <laughs> so do I save my Tim's, fam- Tim's for the cookie follow-up? Do I eat them now? All right, nobody answered. Fun. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have one of my Thin Mints left here. I think they'd make a nice sound bed for when we talk about the cookies. <laughs> just the the combination just of the standing desk and Mikey are just going. <laughs> um, um, um. All right, you now I need ten Tim seconds Tam to slam so there's some slipping. I can hold on, hold uh, on, ready? Wait, I can. <laughs> I can play the ibuprofen uh, bottle maracas as well while we're doing that. Here, I'll bounce more on my ball chair. Shake my I don't nice remember. distilled water. I don't remember what song it was, but uh, there's uh, one Mike Doty song on one of his more recent albums uh, where he used a Cymbalta capsule as a percussion instrument. Uh, All right. Well, I, do. I have a synthesizer we here. 
All right, guys, let's do this thing. <clears throat> well, let's just go ahead and start talking about cookies. I'll go back and add an intro later. <laughs> I honestly was now, waiting for you to do the intro. Pro podcaster. <laughs> Drop a marker. <laughs> Screw it, I'll do it later. Um, oh, cookie, yeah. uh, uh, cookie follow-up. Um, if, you, if you listen to the previous episode, Aaron said something about Oreos not why being... We, why, don't we let, why don't we give Aaron an opportunity to uh, correct himself? Well, we need to convict him first. Okay. So, yes, Aaron was completely wrong. Oreos are, in fact, America's favorite cookie. Um, Aaron, what do you have to say for yourself? Um, I'm, I'm deeply penitent and sorry about this. Uh, I'm a reformed man. I know that I can be let out into the world. And I will no longer slanderize uh, Oreos ever again. I- I'm not good with that. So I didn't even listen to that show. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. But I have very strong feelings about Oreos that I, I feel the need to share right now. Um, Please, go ahead. Well, so Oreos are clearly the greatest cookie alive. And, and oh. there are a couple of reasons for it, right? Like, number one, the reason why the Oreo is the greatest cookie is because of cookies and cream ice cream. That alone puts it over the top because ice cream is one of the greatest things you can get, and the best ice cream is cookies and creams ice cream. So just for that reason, Oreo is like elevated well beyond the role that any other cookie can play. But then when you add the fact that you can eat an Oreo in so many different ways and have a completely different experience, and don't forget about the Oreo that you drop to the bottom of the milk so it gets really soggy and you can have it at the end. Oh, God. It's just like it's way up. <laughs> I'm serious. That's my favorite Oreo, right? Like I eat it. You know, I've, I'll get my whole process for the other ones. But my favorite one is the one I'm pretending to forget about because I just dropped it to the bottom. And it's like that Ugh. special treat. Yeah, yeah, you throw a couple in and then you drink the milk. It. How do you think that bottom of the milk Oreo feels, though? Soggy and delicious. <laughs> now, what about mint chocolate chip ice cream? If we're pivoting to ice cream, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. sorry, no. I love you that see, stuff. Like mint is a palate cleanser. It should not be the highlight of your meal. I don't think mint and chocolate should ever be together. And this leads quickly on to the next conversation. And I have something to say here because. I feel like it's a life hack, mint and chocolate chip ice cream, because like say you or like mint Oreos, because like you in the morning and you don't have time to brush your teeth, just eat some mint and chocolate. You get nourishment, you get breakfast, but you also get, you know, to, to kind of nourishment are you getting out of your mint <laughs> chocolate chip ice cream. Why not just smoke a menthol? I'm not, <laughs> that I'm not sure that I, I'm not sure that mint chocolate chip ice cream is a dentrifice properly. <laughs> So, I mean, let's talk about Girl Scout cookies, right? Okay, mint and chocolate together. I shouldn't be eating... You're right. I mean, like, crest is not my idea of a good dessert. The sound you're about to hear is me eating a Thin Mint. (laughs) All I hear when I hear you guys say that you don't like mint and chocolate together, it just makes me happy because it's, like, more for me. Do you know what I mean? Just good. Yeah, I like One that eats toothpaste. (laughs) (laughs) It's all... It could be toothpaste. I don't care. I'll eat it. So I think we have- <laughs> <laughs> I think I was listening to um Andrew's podcast, A to Z dot audio, and you were talking about uh girl guy cookies? Uh girl scout cookies, yeah. Girl sorry, but I I think they're different things in Canada. Yeah, so I'm curious. It. I I think we only have like three girl girl scout cookies here in Canada. Thin mints, which are gross. Then we have like the knockoff Oreo ones, which are like chocolate with chocolate and then vanilla with vanilla cookies. Hmm. And I don't even remember what the last one is now because they're not even that important. 
I think right, so. I, I think you in the United States have a lot more selection of your grill guy cookies. So I think I'm I'm missing out. Uh, you are because we have um, things called Samoas or caramel delights, which a lot of people like, but I don't. <laughs> those are Samoas not. are fantastic. Terrible. Those, guys, those are the uh, only. Those are the only good Girl Scout cookies. No, they've got whoa, coconut. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think I think mm, Trent wait, oils. Whoa, whoa, hold on, coconut. Which ones am I thinking of then? The they Samoas got, are the ones that are like caramel with lots of coconut on the outside of them. Yeah, okay, because sorry, they come from I, Samoa, yeah. an island I'm, nation. I think I'm thinking of tagalongs. Tagalongs tag are the best. Yes. Uh, Formerly peanut butter patties. Yeah, those are the best. Uh, um, and then there's trefoils, which are just shortbread cookies. Those are, you know, they're Man. they're neither here nor there. There's also a delightful lemon cream sandwich. Cookie. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna have to okay. Google other cookies. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm, the trefoil I'm, is is kind of like the ur cookie. I mean, it's like the minimal cookie. Well, right, exactly, because it's shortbread, and shortbread is literally flour and sugar and butter. Yeah, I don't know. That one's the one that feels like those bad bakery cookies that are super yellow, and I can't figure out why anyone thinks they're good. Um, but the Tagalongs, man, chocolate and peanut butter, classic. Chocolate. Uh, yeah, and then I like uh, the Dozy Doughs, which are the they're sort of peanut butter Oreos in a sense. Oh, I don't the, know if I've had that one. They're the peanut butter sandwich cookies. They're excellent. Um, yeah, good companion I, to tagalongs, as it turns out. I think since, like, my familiarity with Girl Scout cookies was mostly from when my sister was a Girl Scout and I helped her deliver them and stuff. And it seemed like the names then were peanut butter patty, you know, peanut butter sandwich, etc. But now they've seemed to have emphasized the the sort of fancier sounding names like trefoil and yeah. Samoa. I think they used to have more oh. peanut butter in them too. Uh, yeah, and also the names are sort of regional. Because they're on the on the Girl Scout website, uh, they're actually listed with both names. Oh, so I, you have you have Dozy Doze slash Peanut Butter Sandwich, and you have Peanut Butter Patties slash Tag Along. Yeah, I actually have uh, some information on this because my daughter sells <laughs> uh, Girl Scout cookies, and I and I was wondering about that, so I did some research, and it uh, turns out that uh, depending on which bakery they come from uh, depends on which oh, yes, name right. they get. Yeah. Here, here's Mike with the inside line on the Girl Scout cookies. Mm. So do we want to talk about how the Girl Scouts is like this group that's supposed to be about like sisterhood and activities and all this stuff, but really it's just the front for the breakery mafia? I... It, it depends on the troop. Because well, like my uh, Gwen's, uh, Gwen's aunt was a um, whatever the hell the, the leaders are called. And, uh, like her, her troop, um, they did events, fundraising events in the, in the community, uh, to save up to actually go do activities. Like, um, over the, the last five years, they went to, uh, I know they went to San Francisco a couple times. Um, they, they've been all over the country and, uh, they, they do stuff in the community like Girl Scouts are actually supposed to do. Uh, and they they also sold cookies, but uh, that actually wasn't their main focus. See, all my sister got was a green sash and a whole lot of extra Samoas. See, I'd just like to point out that the guys have a cookie called Raw Raw Raisins, which is an oatmeal raisin cookie, and I'm really not all right with that. Raw Raw. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, real time follow up. I was looking at the Girl Guides of Canada. There were only two cookies: chocolatey <laughs> mint. Okay, oh. there's three: chocolatey mint. And then classic chocolate or vanilla, and that is it. Well, maybe they just assume you're going to eat Tim Tams. 
Maybe if they brought up better cookies, I wouldn't have to resort to Tim Tams. Well, yeah. You know, they, they, you know, I, I don't think better, I've ever uh, thought of Canada as a third world country before. <laughs> they got that good it's English so chocolate up there. You, you'd never gone to a Tim Hortons and thought, huh? <laughs> you've never been to a Tim Hortons. I was oh, say. really? Yeah. Huh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Can we Moving talk about on. Girl Scout cookie price inflation? Uh, well, so okay, I bought some recently where they were four bucks a box. Whoa! So what's the, what's the, but what's there's the price? also there's fewer cookies per box now than there yes, used to be. Yes, product downsizing plus price inflation. See, I haven't noticed because this is the first time I've like consciously bought Girl Scout cookies on my own. I've always remembered them as being like two bucks, maybe two fifty a box. Yeah, I I could believe that. I feel like the uh, Thin Mint packages were reduced by at least a quarter. Mm. That's not enough. Yeah, they used to be a lot taller, more per tube. Mm. Can we really quickly address something? When Mikey says the uh, troop from Canada, does anybody else hear him say girl guy? Uh, okay. yep, that's what I thought he said. For like, yeah, girl guides. guides. I, I, girl. I heard that. I, I was like, girl, girl guys, <laughs> okay. That's so weird. I, I thought they had some weird thing where, like, there weren't enough people in Canada to have separate girl and separate guy groups. <laughs> They're like, look, you have to sell popcorn-flavored cookies. It doesn't make cool. sense, but you have to do it. Well, the guy That's what guys, they're called in Thailand. Right. I mean, the guy guys got, like, in on this whole racket with the bakery stuff, and they're like, listen, you know, we can't sell cookies like you guys can, so let's merge it up. Hold on, hold on. Do your Boy Scouts do popcorn or something? What do you What are you going yes, on? Yes, they. Like? Yeah, they they sell popcorn. Nah, nah, we don't have that. They're, they're we, front for popcorn sales. We did uh, Christmas wreaths, but um, when I was in Boy Scouts, we I think sold popcorn twice. Mm. It it wasn't really a big thing around here. We sold popcorn every year. We sold Christmas trees in the in the holiday season. We yeah, did mistletoe. That was a good racket. <laughs> it's just a fungus that grows up in the trees and who, you collect it and you sell it for like a 100% market. Um, a lot of people. Only yeah, man, have that. A lot of really sad people. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Do you have like different levels to your girl guides as well? Like brownies and pathfinders and green? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Black belt. Yeah, bra- brownie Black points belt. is a thing. <laughs> I think you may be getting confused. <laughs> I made it all the way to Green Stripe. I don't know about you guys, but I think, uh, yeah, um, hmm. I think you're thinking of the Peace Corps. I don't know what you guys are thinking about anymore. <laughs> Man, what the hell are you even talking about? <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, what's the next topic? Driving. Mm. I don't know who started this conversation, but I am not going to get into it that hard. I'm curious because you guys were talking about. Oh, I think we were talking about roundabouts and how to go around roundabouts, and somebody was complaining about, or was that, oh, that was last time, yeah. Yeah. Can we clear something up right now? Is there anyone who's from Jersey who deals with those stupid jug handles? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Jug handles jug sounds handles? like a racist slur. No, so, are those like Michigan lefts? Yeah, yeah, same idea. Yeah. So in Jersey, <laughs> a lot of places you actually can't make a left turn. You've got to actually mm-hmm. go off on this weird curving path to the right so that you never really make a left turn. Because, you know, safety. You also can't pump your own gas. It's so, terrible. Yeah, so I'm familiar with the Michigan system, whereas you turn right and then you make a U-turn to turn left. Because <laughs> that's way more safe. No, uh, the, well, these are almost like exit ramps, right? Like you take an exit oh. ramp that takes you all the way around a big curve and you do the whole thing. And then all of a sudden you pop out on the other road and you're going straight in the direction you would have gone if you made a left. Oh, my God. These things are crazy. 
I'm yeah, just looking I, at the Wikipedia page. Yeah, I I, uh, I did a Google search for news, New Jersey jug handle, and uh, the thing that came up on the sidebar was a, an ad for the jug handle inn with this really disgusting picture of what looks like a deep fried crab leg or something. See, I feel like with a safe search on, I would never search New Jersey jug handle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, these are uh, these are just like partial clover leaves. But, the but they're everywhere left. on like normal roads. Yeah, that's weird. That's really weird. It, you should you should look up Michigan lefts as well because they are equally perplexing. Are they only? In and Michigan? then uh, they, I think they have them in um, uh, Cleveland too. They call them steamers. I don't know. Uh, yeah, just go ahead and search for that. Don't, don't. don't I, do I don't it. recommend anybody to do that search. Wow. Haroldina, bad man. <laughs> what? So uh, other fries. driver, right? Hmm? Yeah, other other drivers, other drivers. They're so terrible. They're the worst. Hell is other people. I do a lot of driving for my job, so about like half of the month I'm driving in like a 300 mile area, back and forth, different places. Um, so I get acquainted with all of the different kinds of idiots that like to drive on the road, and it's weird because it seems like sometimes everyone decides they get together and like. All right, today's the day we're all going to drive like complete maniacs. And they all do it on the same day, and I don't understand why that happens. It's National I, I, Smoke Crack and Drive Day. That's what I call it. <laughs> they yeah, woke I, up, I they had that. a menthol. <laughs> well, maybe they didn't have one. Hard. This, this whole conversation kind of reminds me of the thing where it's like, you know, you go to the doctor and you say, doctor, it hurts everywhere. And they say, well, what does it mean? And you poke yourself in the shoulder and says, now it hurts here. And I poke myself in the leg and I say, now it hurts here. And I poke myself in the nose and I say, now it hurts here. Doctor, what's wrong with me? And they say, your finger's broken. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, so what? <laughs> that's my life, damn it. <laughs> to, to help you follow it into the conversation about drivers, if all of a sudden certain days it seems like everyone else on the road is driving particularly poorly, mm. maybe you're driving poorly. Ooh. No, because it's not no, driving that's... poorly. It's more like they're trying to – this is a real thing because they're like – switching like eight lanes that's not my problem that's their problem like i'm in the same lane doing my thing and people like come over eight lanes and try to sideswipe me that's like it's stuff like that i don't know why it happened but it seems to happen at the same time yeah that that happens around here too and now i kind of want to journal it and see if the days line up yeah i'm gonna start keeping a record i think people drive worse in the in the rain because uh oh yeah they're like trying to be more aggressive to just get home and get out of it or something. I'm not sure. Or they're not being... here. Here, people drive extra, extra slow in the rain. Mm-hmm. In California, it's like people are like, "What is this? What do we do?" Yeah, they do that in Minnesota, but it's it rains all the time here. <laughs> I just never got quite used to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, there's something wet falling out of the sky. <laughs> You know, I, I grew up in New York. I live in Rhode Island. I drive a lot in Boston. And I got to tell you, for all the weather-related things people complained about, the drivers I'm around don't even understand that there are lanes in roads and that those lanes mean something. So I kind of don't want to hear it. <laughs> what are these white lines for? Yeah, I mean, it's like they don't even exist. My wife and I uh, went to Boston a couple years ago. And uh, being from L.A., we were just so surprised at how calm and patient and courteous all of the drivers in Boston were. 
Oh dear. <laughs> That's how nope. bad things are out here. Yeah, that sounds like it. Because yeah, I have a hard time imagining anywhere much worse than Boston. But I also bike commuted in Boston, so I think I'm used to a different uh, level of driver aggression there. I, I, think I started the a Tumblr in my old apartment. Uh, that's just people turning left from the opposite direction's left turn lane. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that the thing that's rough about Boston in particular is it, like, the roads make no sense. So you can always see the highway, but you can't get on the highway anywhere. It's always right next to you. You always think that you're really close to getting on the highway. There are always signs telling you the highway's right there. There's no way back on the highway. You have to drive all the way through the entire city just to get back to the highway sometimes. Yeah, I don't think any routes in Boston are reversible. Like you just you can't construct any kind of sensical mental model about what is going on where you are or any of those things, which is why I think everyone drives like an ass. Can we say that? Just did. I think I think the worst place that I went, uh, I went to go visit my brother in Italy and I've been to like, I've been to Boston and I've seen the traffic there. But when you think about that traffic and then you add Vespas on top of that, just anywhere in the middle of the road, that's when it gets crazy. It's like guys are just going down the middle of the road. They make their own lane. There's four Vespas like on either side of you going around a roundabout. I was a little scared when I was in Italy that I swear somebody was going to knock somebody over, but it never did. Somehow they figured it out. Anyway, I I kind of want to uh, go to Paris and um, and buy a really crappy car and just park everywhere. <laughs> Some of the larger cities in yeah. Europe now don't let you drive in the middle of the city. Like you can't drive uh, downtown Paris, you can't drive down Milan, that kind of stuff. So yeah, London's got congestion pricing and all that stuff in the central district. It's like the opposite of L.A. where, like, you can only drive. Like, you can't walk. You have to pull your car up to wherever you're going. <laughs> yeah, Houston's like We don't like even know what too. sidewalks are out in California. Michigan's very much like that, at least around Detroit. Mm, sidewalks well. is, are where the people ride their bikes. <laughs> mm. Side bike lanes? Uh, I'm going to suggest we talk about bikers on the next topic. Mm. <laughs> I think we'll have people, some strong feelings. Which- uh, like don't pedal bikes or motorbikes? I don't think yes. I've heard them called pedal bikes. Well, what else are they? Bicycles? Bicycle? Uh, Bicycle, I guess. Manual Bicycles. bikes. <laughs> Human-powered, renewable, sustainable, organic transport. Wait, are Ooh. these motorized bicycles or human-powered bicycles? No, they're artisanal bicycles requiring <laughs> mustaches to operate and no brakes. Mm. Fixies? Single speed, yeah. With a little basket on the front. Or mm. those ones with the big wheel on the front. That's mm. <laughs> a penny, penny farthing. Penny farthing. I was just thinking of like the big wheel trike that I had when I was five. Because imagining that driving down a road was more funny than a penny farthing. Mm. Penny farthings are pretty funny. Is there a turn? Is there is there a turn for when you get into a traffic jam and you're like, oh, there's some big accident or something up we're gonna run into here. And you get up there, and all of a sudden you're going back at highway speed, and you never saw anything. Um, <laughs> hate it. I'm sure there is a. I'm sure there is a word for that. Actually, there has. I call that Interstate 95. I call it the Cajon Pass of the 15 Freeway. There's this spot. I drive down it and backing up it, like you know, probably like 30 times a month. And uh, there's this spot where everyone all of a sudden just slows down and panics, and then they speed up again. There's no rhyme nor reason to it. 
there's nothing ever there. It's crazy. It's inexplicable. That is called a phantom traffic jam. (laughs) Phantom traffic jam. Oh, the jam was real. It was real. (laughs) The jam was sick. For some reason, every time the the freeway curves, everyone slows down. So every time there's a predictable curve, you can just wait for the inevitable, like, wake of brake lights all the way down the freeway. But if everyone followed at a safe distance, they wouldn't have to brake as they went smoothly along the, around the curve. It's because it, the phantom jams build up because everyone's, you know, coming up to the back of the traffic too quickly, right? Yeah, so that's... I'm with, you know, that's what I try to do, but you try telling these people anything. There. Back to where we started. It's all the other drivers are screwing everything up for the rest of us. Well, the the problem is that one person's appropriate following distance is another person's place that they can put their car. <laughs> so, yep. Well, yeah. I don't appreciate. Here's what I don't appreciate. There's people, and I've been in cars with people like this, and so I think there's like two groups of people. There's groups of people who are like roads and cars are a means of transportation for me and people that are with me, and then there's other people that's, that are like roads and cars. This is it's always a race. I'm always racing somebody, even if they don't know it. I'm racing. Gotta have a reason. And those to own are the people Uh huh. Mm. Yeah, it, we get into more trouble with the the people that. Uh, they they don't think they're racing. They think everybody else is just trying to hold them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. Did you see that uh, guy in Finland who got the fifty thousand euro speeding ticket? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's it's based on uh, on income. Well, that's what's something. the euro exchange rate? It it roughly comes out to about uh, sixty thousand US. Yeah, it's a dollar ten to sorry, one euro is a dollar ten US. Oh, yes, yes. If only so, they like, were if an you're app really, service. If you're really impoverished, you can go as fast as you want. <laughs> but you can't afford anything that can go fast. Well, That's so no, sad. They, the the problem is they um they they price it so it's gonna hurt no matter how much you make. So mm. it, if you're poor, it's still gonna hurt. It's just gonna be less money. And I I don't remember if it's Finland or Norway or maybe it's both of them that have the um, the uh, zero tolerance for uh, for alcohol uh, when driving. Um, I don't remember if it's actually a, a blood alcohol level of of zero or if it's just really low. But uh, you get caught drunk driving once and it's revoked. I think that's yeah. a good plan because I've met people who are like. This is like my sixth D- DUI, so mm-hmm. I gotta stay off the road for a little while. And I'm like, how how are you not in jail? Like six times you've endangered the lives of people. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, Thank it looks you. like it's point zero five for Finland. Ah, uh, well, you know, attorneys, right? That's how those guys stay on the roads. <laughs> oh yeah, I I I knew a guy who um who was uh, I think it was point two four right after the uh, limit dropped to point oh eight here. And uh, rolled through a stop sign and got thrown in jail, and he was all pissed off about it. Like, <laughs> he was uh, lucky to be okay. conscious at point two four. Yeah, like that's close well, to it, blacking out. Yeah, that that also got him kicked off the liver transplant list. Mm, no kidding. Yeah. I bet that guy's head of the the crazy driving committee. So well, not anymore. But oh, well, <laughs> head so crap 
like rather than than basing it on income, like in fifty thousand dollar tickets, why don't they just change the speed limit for rich people? Because rich people got time to wait around, you know. Make them be leisurely. Maybe we'll see the return of the uh, crazy bikes, right? You know, isn't their the time more the valuable though? Eh, no, you force them to trade their time for leisure instead of trading their time oh. for production. Just require all electric plodding cars along. have a speed governor. I saw there was um. This was years ago, but somebody on uh, there there was a story on Slashdot about uh, some turnpike having um, uh, automated uh, speed cameras uh, that were uh, you know average speed over this it was like fifteen mile stretch or something, and somebody was saying, well, yeah, you can go as fast as you want and you know just uh, stop at a rest stop in the middle for as long as it would take and then finish your your trip. And it's like, or you could just do the speed limit and you'll get there at exactly the same time. No, 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 no. Life hack. You can poop. Life hack. Push the pedal really far down and then push the brake pedal really far down when you need to stop. And it's like, you know, it works. I like the hyper miler people as well. (sighs) (laughs) That just, they don't want to perturb the gas pedal at all. So they're just like, yeah, these people are getting their Priuses and try to hypermile in the fast lane. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What's that, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Oh, oh, hey, you got a Prius too. Hi. We must be friends now. Priuses. My father-in-law no, just No, no. Pri-I. Pri-I is the Priuses. Wouldn't it be Pri-I. Pri-I? No, it's Pri-I. It is P-R-I-I. That's so dumb. <laughs> As are the cars, frankly. Yeah, well, it fits with the whole, you know. It, well, the car isn't really the issue. It's the driver. That's true, and, but the car is certainly not encouraging the driver by any means. I, I didn't, I didn't enjoy driving the one I drove, but it, it's not like it's a particularly slow car. What Prius were you in? You know, I want to be in a, that one. It was a first gen Prius. Yeah, I've been in a Prius. It was a slow car. I'm not saying it was a quick car, but it it wasn't any slower than any other car in that range. This one, you would slam down the gas pedal, and it would just go like, Perhaps that one was broken. No. I really think Prius feels like driving a lawnmower. It does. That's true. It does. Like a PT Cruiser. Except the lawnmower is much, much louder. (laughs) I hate that the Prius just sneak up behind you at a... (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere... It's weird to think your desk is louder than that car. It's weird. You just gotta cut a hole in your Prius muffler so that people can hear the (laughs) mighty roar of its Atkinson cycle engine. Remove the air intake. No, if you if you want your Prius to make noise, just unplug the battery. Mm. (laughs) It it wouldn't work then. I'd like to say. Sure it would. (laughs) No, no, it would not. Yeah, it would. No, I'm I'm familiar with the Prius operation. It would not work if you unhook the battery. People drive around with in in a Prius with a dead battery. It it's been happening more and more as they've gotten older. I don't know. Are there two different kinds of Priuses? Is that what pre Is that what's happening right here? There there are four different kinds. (laughs) There's the Prius C. There's the Prius. There's the Prius V, and then there's the Prius plug-in. So dumb. (laughs) A guy I commuted. A guy I commuted with. uh, he had a Prius, and the the I understand why it happened, but 
one day, um, the, his passenger side door didn't get shut, which may or may not have been my fault. But, um, his battery, his battery, quote, ran out and he had to get a jump. And I'm like, but it also has a really big battery. It seems like there should be some kind of bypass or something that you could, you know, use the starter battery or use the, the driving battery to start the car. Yeah, that, mm, I can explain why that doesn't work, but, uh, we don't have an hour for me to explain the particulars of high voltage electrical systems and hybrid vehicles. Does it come down to it would cost money? Uh, no, it comes down to that the low voltage system actually is like the, the system that turns on the high voltage system. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So there's this lady who, um, got her Prius stuck inside a parking garage here in, uh, in Providence. So she had a Prius, um, and it was one of the early cars that had the keyless access and she locked her keys in her car. And found out that there's no problem when you lock like the proximity key or whatever it is inside <laughs> the car, except that the only machine that can kind of do this override is not portable. You have to kind of tow the car to the dealership. And as it turns out, the underground parking garage that she was in was built long enough ago that no tow truck could fit inside. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and therefore, um, her Prius that was brand new was in fact totaled by her insurance company because there was no way to get it out of the garage. And now it's an art installation. And yeah, they they're just, they're just not <laughs> trying hard say. enough. <laughs> the triple A guy couldn't show up with like a coat hanger and, <laughs> I mean, really? I'm telling you, all I can tell you is the quality of local or, Providence, New Bedford news stations. That's what they reported. Or, like, bash the window because it's cheaper than totaling an entire Prius. <laughs> I'm just throwing that in This sounds there. like a racket. This sounds like <laughs> money laundering or something. It sounds like a very good insurance fraud scheme. Thought in Prius laundering. <laughs> you don't want to launder your Prius. That's all I'm saying. Well. High-voltage batteries don't like to get wet. Yeah, but it's easy to forget it in your pocket. I have found the news story. This is this is exciting. Are you, are you ready? I'm going to read this real-time follow-up. You ready? Yes. An Attleboro woman is unable to get her car out of an underground parking garage in Providence because she lost the smart key. Emily Brinkert's 2004 Toyota Prius is parked two floors below ground at the Providence train station. Quote, my car could be totaled because I lost my key, Brinkert said Thursday night. I mean, really, that's insane. She returned from a business trip on Wednesday, but her only smart key for the car was missing. The key in and of itself doesn't need to be put in the car to either open it or turn it on. You just have to have it in your pocket. But there's no keyhole or ignition, so a locksmith can't help. A new smart key would cost about $350, which she would pay, but the car has to go to the dealership to make a new key. And no tow company will go into the garage because of the low clearance. It's nose in. There's really no way to safely get it out. I've been told that specifically with the hybrid engine, not only could transporting it by tow truck ruin the transmission, but it could also ruin the hybrid engine. Brinkert said Toyota's corporate office was stumped by the problem. Yeah, uh, I would blah, imagine blah, 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 blah. so. So, so they've, they've never heard of college students yeah. before. Or like jacks and robust casters in a winch. That, Jack that would be my solution. <laughs> robust casters. Yeah, where's the guy that tows things with his teeth or his nose or whatever? Mm, yeah, got to get that guy. Yeah, it's Jack Lalane. That's Jack Lalane. But, you know, in a pinch, you can replace Jack LaLanne with 10 college students. Mm. Anyway, I think we all agree that that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I think the conclusion is let's go get that car, guys. 
We've cracked the code. Go grab it. I wonder how if they eventually got it out and and like how. You know, there was a time where I was in a class and and a bunch of us were playing hooky and we showed up late, like really really late, just to meet some friends coming out of the class and we took their car. It was like um, a Volkswagen uh, Beetle, and we picked it up because there's a big group of us, and we moved it to block the door so they couldn't get out of class. I mean, you could do that with a Prius. So, yeah. Well, I do get remember people, and we'll just lift it out. <laughs> one of my here, especially for the winter time, one of my buddies has a Prius. I don't know why it doesn't make any sense to me, but in the winter time, there was he hadn't shoveled his driveway yet, and he kind of it was a little bit uphill. And it wasn't heavy enough to get enough traction to go up the hill because it was fresh snow. And so he just got out and like pushed it from the back from the, from the trunk and got it up the hill easy enough. It's, it's pretty light. So I think, I think Aaron has a, has a plan here. We could do this, guys. Yeah. We, we have smart cars, um, at my university and, uh, they are able to be picked up and transported relatively easily. Uh, There was, those don't have the battery packs in them, but. You just right. It doesn't seem like people. a good uh, safety feature. No, yeah, there was talk of throwing some of them <laughs> into the campus lake just for fun. Engineers I, will be engineers. Mm. When I was in high school, I, I was actually able to lift uh, one of the front wheels uh, of a Geo Metro far enough off the <laughs> ground that the the guy couldn't drive away. <laughs> that, that was just by myself. <laughs> that's That's pretty good. But, uh, yeah, just to make that's, this... That's uh, unfortunate for him on two counts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, just to make this into the uh, real-time follow-up show, um, uh, apparently the uh, the unit that uh, functions as the, the starter in the, the Prius is also the uh, the motor. So you are you are correct. Uh, without the without the high voltage, uh, it will not start. Mm-hmm. So I, mu- I must be thinking of a different car. Well, you know, I do work on them, so yeah, yeah that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Is this going to distract people from my uh, Oreo faux pas? Hell no! If you didn't bring uh, it up, you would have nope. forgotten. <laughs> you will never ever live that down. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't even heard it yet, and I'm not going to let you live it down. Agreed. Oh, all right. I just love your toothpaste story. <laughs> <laughs> Driving, huh? Yeah. Te- technology and cars, huh? Yeah. Wow. We've actually been we've been talking about this a little bit because of batteries and such. He actually had two toothpaste stories: one about the Oreos and one about. We don't have to make him feel bad. (laughs) Why are we dredging up all this stuff? Mike's like, don't forget the second toothpaste story. (laughs) Okay, we'll make people go listen to it then. Yeah. If. If you're not aware of the toothpaste stories, you can listen to the special toothpaste-only installment excerpt. <laughs> I can create special feed, put some chapter markers or something. <laughs> just for Aaron's toothpaste stories. The toothpaste story. Aaron's I'm actually going to make it into a children's story. book. No, just put it on your next podcast. Three questions, three guys. Uh, do you have any toothpaste stories, guys? Or My question is, how many toothpaste stories do you have? Three guys, actually. three toothpastes. <laughs> We each sample a different oh. toothpaste. No, just ask them what their favorite toothpaste is. Okay, uh, this is Crest Regular Paste. Um, this, this, this week it's still uh, Aquafresh. 
This is the uh, Colgate um, sensitivity. <laughs> this is some whiskey I found in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a toothpaste. Well, you're just really not have. doing it right. Mix it with some charcoal. You're ready to go. <laughs> so serious question. Does anyone actually care that much about toothpaste? Yes. No. <laughs> a little bit. We talked about that, didn't we? I don't. No, yeah, I don't care about toothpaste. Toothpaste can go suck it. Oh. I mean, I'd like to use toothpaste. I just don't care about what toothpaste that much. As long as it cleans my teeth. I'm calling you out, toothpaste. Now, have you ever brushed your teeth while driving? Why why would you do that? No. I don't know. I'm just... That makes you one of the horrible people. Exactly. How do you you lather up the toothpaste? something a new father does or something? I don't know. No, no. I've never... What do you you have, like a bottle of water that you dunk your, your toothpaste in or your toothbrush in? No, I'm imagining like a whole, um, you know, little mini like airplane style sink in your car. And that's, okay. that's like in the center console or something. Or like one of those dentist ones that has the suction in it. Segway us, <laughs> that, that us nicely into technology in cars. Um, okay, in guys. the topic of dentist sinks in cars. This is important though, because if we're going to have self-driving cars, then we can save a lot of time on dentist appointments by having like the dentist mobile. I've like, got a question about I've never your seen teeth, anyone doing. Actually. I've seen um, people reading the newspaper while driving. I've seen people writing in a notebook while driving. I've seen, seen people, people do makeup. Yeah, but I've never seen someone brush their teeth while driving. Do you guys walk around when you brush your teeth? Like do all you, over like, the place. Mosey about yes. the house. Absolutely. <laughs> Sometimes. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you have the opportunity to see other people walking around brushing their teeth, that's what oh, I want to know. So annoying. Like when I'm like live with roommates thankfully right now i'm just kind of on my own but like oh my gosh people they come and they try to talk to you it's like hey hey how are you doing i hate the sound of the brushing the teeth and the spittle like leaking out of their mouth as they're (laughs) talking to me it's like a word picture just because i'm walking around brushing my teeth doesn't mean they've got spittle going out well i mean that's what you think it happens, okay? I got one of those mechanical ones, right? Like, it, I've got to wait two minutes. That's way too long for me to be staring at my dumb mug in the mirror. So, yeah, my, uh, mine's steam powered. <laughs> but, like, it's a lot more effective. I got nothing. I, I want to go back to the uh, self driving dentist car. If that crashes, which insurance covers that? Your your car, or your dentist? <laughs> it depends on what happened to your teeth. It depends uh. on if you've gone to all of your checkups. Hmm. What what yeah. confuses me about that is why you need a self driving car to do that. <laughs> what well what are you suggesting? Well, you you could have say another person driving the vehicle, like a chauffeur. No. I think sure. this kind of classes. You have the driver, you have the dentist, and you have the patient. Well, I don't want it to be like a van, right? Like I don't want to call attention. I want it to be like kind of like a sedan. So I I need the electric car that has like all that extra space, yeah. but instead of it being dedicated to trunks, it's dedicated to one of those funky mechanical chairs that leans me back and lifts me up and puts the bright amber yeah, light in my eyes. Uber for dentist cars. <laughs> and every once in a while the car just like asks you questions about your life. Guys, we we should quit our jobs right now because I think we've got it. I've already secured a Series A funding. For this, no. <laughs> you need a domain name first, man. That's what you need. Uh, dentistry.cars. This show is brought to you by Hover.com. <laughs> Flosser with no Hover. E. <laughs> Driving dental. Flosser. No E. Okay, Carteeth.plumbing. <laughs> <laughs>
Dentalcar.sexy? <laughs> well, that's how you have to sell it, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. Fl- Flosser Club is free. Flosser. No Flosser.club. Dot club, yeah. Can you buy that for me? I'll do ortho something. Driver. Mm. <laughs> is there a dot auto? I'm pretty. Is there a dot dentist? Mm. There's dot pro. Dot teeth. <laughs> Fake dot teeth is a website I want to go to. Well, I, I think we should uh, get ICANN to sell us the dot teeth domain for like oh, hundred. We'll make millions. <laughs> I know. We'll make millions. False dot teeth. Wood dot teeth, grandma dot teeth. That's a fetish website, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, it's it's co-branded with the dot triple X domain. Yeah, what we're all distracted happened? by hover, aren't we? Just sitting there. What's that? What's just happened? <laughs> no, I'm just sitting here cracking up for no. I'm reasons. not looking at hover. I'm just looking at people's faces on Skype, staring at mm. me, somewhat disapprovingly. You're staring at me. Uh, yeah. You can see oh, faces? Yeah. Uh, well, I, don't I see even... Aaron's face. The rest I don't of you even all... remember what picture I have in there. Well, uh, let's see. I actually don't have you in my contacts, so you're just a, uh, oh. a white head floating above a white body on a blue background. Uh, I'm uh, a little concerned for what happened to your neck, I'll be honest. Well, I, uh, I, I'm looking at my profile here, and uh, it's actually a fairly creepy picture of me um, getting ready to... Go in costume as dad from the Brack show. So I've got a creepy pencil mustache and weird. I thought hair. you were dressing up as Moises. Wait, well, hang on. <laughs> Wait, can I, can I clarify something? Yeah. Is there a kind of pencil mustache that isn't creepy? Uh, well, if it's like probably a mustache made out of actual pencils, then it's just kind of like, whoa, that's cool. How'd you do that? Um, not yeah, creepy. Not, not so certain. <laughs> See, I just went through and uh, added everyone so I could see your pretty yeah, faces. I did the same thing. <laughs> I get, let's just have the great Skype adding. <laughs> you can hear all the bouncing in the background, right? Of people adding it back. Sounds like we're in a jacuzzi. Um, it says we're okay, not. There you go. A car with Don't a ruin the illusion, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have. I had a an actual technology and cars thing. Okay, so oh, seat really? warmers, right? Mm-hmm. Did oh, any of God. you ever play Seat Warmer Chicken? <laughs> what? No, but I, what? I, I. This sounds interesting. Is that, is that where you roast a chicken on your seat warmer? <laughs> <laughs> you do like a nice little sous vide. <laughs> because if so, then yes. <laughs> no, no, it's just because you 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 turn the seat warmer all the way up as high as it'll go, and then the first person who has to leave to go to the bathroom loses. Uh, okay. I don't know. My seat warmers warmers were just on and off. This just, I was going to say, this just seems like the game where you turn people's seat heater on for a joke and you wait to see how long until they notice that their bottom is surprisingly warm. I mean, apparently this was something that bored teenagers in Minnesota did when they borrowed their mom's car. Bored teenagers are capable of doing a lot of silly things, so. I'll blame my friend Gus for that one then. Mm. Yeah. Come on, Gus. God. I don't like sea warmers in the first place. I don't know what it is. I just don't like my roasty toasty ass. I don't like it. Sorry. There's just like a thin line between like pleasantly warm butt and like sweaty butt. No, I I will suffer with a cold butt and just I, deal without it. See, I, my mother's car has leather seats, so in the cold Ohio winter, it's pretty much mandatory to have seat warmers because otherwise you feel like you're sitting on a block of ice. Mm. I love my seat warmers. Mm. 
Does anyone have like uh, cooled seats? That's a thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was in I a wish. friend's Mercedes that had that. That was nice. Yeah, yeah I was going to say it's a thing for rich people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it also yeah. he also had headrests that you could with a button um like lower or like they they'd retract back down into the seat. Huh. So I was like leaning my head back cuz he turned on the the seat coolers and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. It's like a little AC on my rump. That's nice." And then I was leaning back and he hit the button for the headrest and my head just like <laughs> hit the back. It was not cool. Mm. Basically, it's like go-go gadget car. 